It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? It is going well, Connor. Resident mm. warm boy Sean Mead here. Uh... It's fucking roasting in Ireland. Heatwave. Heatwave, Heat wave. Hottest yeah. day. Possibly the hottest day ever. We're still waiting on results to come in. <laughs> in the history of time. Yeah, we're doing good stuff for the earth. Yeah. Oh, it's all going to be fine in the end. Self high five? <laughs> no, no, not for that, Connor. It's one of those where we like throw up the hand like high five and like the earth's like, no. Like, nah, no, nah, fam. Not today. <laughs> not today. I am, I am sweating. I'm, I'm uh, not in the mood. So, I mean, look, moving Mondays we haven't really done a lot of movie news um, for the last few weeks just due to the fact of you had Miss Marvel then you had Thor we had reviews to get to you know what yeah, I mean yeah there was a lot of stuff going on in terms of like actual media that was put out yeah and so, stories about the media so we had to unfortunately talk about stuff I didn't like that uh, gross I don't want to watch things I want to click through Netflix after for two hours and say well there's nothing there <laughs> I want to skip the first three paragraphs of every news report and then see the content I originally oh, looked actually, for actually very early on in this episode Sean have you seen D.B. Cooper who where are you on Netflix? I have not yet it's on the list because right. we are obsessed with D.B. Cooper to both of us. 
So, Davy Cooper, this is not to do with movie news. So, if you no. come here for movie news, just give me 30 seconds, okay? <laughs> Davy Cooper uh, is a guy, he um, hijacked a plane in 1970, and he was like, give me $200,000 and I'll leave. And so they got $200,000 onto the plane, and then he leapt out the fucking back window with a parachute, but he asked them for four parachutes, so they couldn't rig it, so it wouldn't work, because they didn't know if he was going to jump out with an air stewardess or something, so they were like... Okay, well, we have to make all four of the proper parachutes. They actually just have in to case. work as parachutes. Yeah, and so eventually he just disappeared. They never He's found never him. been found, never been seen again. He's uh, the only hijacker that's ever not been caught. He's fully gotten away with it. Uh, there's a theory that uh, Tommy Wiseau, who made the room, is DB Cooper <laughs> because Tommy Wiseau came out of nowhere and had a load of money to buy film equipment. Hang on a minute. <laughs> so uh, can I give you a pre-show uh, review shot? Oh, please do. Uh, 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 sorry. Oh, that's not correct. Oh, it's three shit. episodes of them going, don't know who it is, but it could be him. <laughs> is it like that fucking, there was a documentary made about Al Capone's vault, and it was like an hour-long documentary about them being like, and this is the vault, and this is what, uh, Al Capone yeah. made all this money, and this is where all his money was stored, and then they broke into the vault, and it was empty. And they were like, oh, we expected that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, for the third episode, they were like, could have been John. I didn't think it was John, though. So, they there you go. That's could have been, been Ted and, Cruz. And then uh, we fucking thought it was Jim, and <laughs> and we looked at him for a little bit, and was it? Uh, no, it wasn't. Three wasn't episodes. Jim How wasn't long are the episodes? About oh, about an hour and twenty. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh Jesus! No, I think they're like four each, but still too long. Too um, long. So look, this is movie Monday shot. Enough reviews of random Netflix shows. Um, <laughs> if this is your first episode, we don't normally do a review straight off the bat, but. If you could give us a review on oh. whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this Fucking on. Fucking nice one, bud. Oh, man, that's, I think that's the best one we've ever done. I can call um, it here. <laughs> which just really help us out. Just give us like, one click. So, Sean, we're starting off this week. We're kind of t- picking up where we've been talking the last few weeks. And that is Tor, Love and Thunder. Um, okay. So, we did the review and we thought it was grad. We had fun with it, but it was... Grad. It could um, have been better, but I don't regret watching it. I won't yeah. watch it again, but it was grand. Yeah, pretty um, much that. But Taika Waititi, uh, there have been reports this week that he was given a runtime mandate for Tor, Love and Thunder, which may answer some of the issues people had with the movie itself, such as Gore the God Butcher never butchers any gods. We never see him do anything. Well, we hear a lot about it. Mm. Uh, there's characters who are very underutilised and given nothing to do. Valkyrie. Valkyrie in particular mm. uh, deserve more screen time. Which is why it's weird that they would mandate a two-hour runtime on a film like Thor Love and Thunder, which is coming off the back of a very successful Thor movie. Mm. And like, and even like say the the mighty tour like all of that takes place off screen with Natalie Portman she just kind of turns up and she's yeah. there oh she's been at Asgard for weeks has she are her and Valkyrie we just friends? saw her there this morning like, <laughs> I suppose so um, but apparently um, that what happened was they kind of told him because I mean I think a Taika Waititi movie is a lot of improv anyway that he did say there was like a four hour cut of this film yeah I think. They're trying to get them down because there's so much content going on. Maybe they want to avoid the Avengers Endgame every single two months that they put out a film. Maybe. Maybe. Like, yeah, there is a lot to be said about a film that you can just sit down and watch in one sitting. 
um, without yeah. having to like fucking dehydrate yourself or whatever before you go in. The thing about it is though, like even something like Spider Man, uh, which came out that was two hours twenty minutes, I think. Uh, Spider Man No Way or yeah, yeah, No Way Home. That's mm-hmm. the one, and like. That like I think if you cut twenty minutes out of that movie, it becomes much, 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 much worse because nothing has time to breathe. Yes. So I like I think a film should be the length it has to be. I don't think you should say make a two hour film. Well, I think the mandate was that he had to bring the movie in under two hours. So I think it ended up being one fifty seven. It's one fifty nine. Is it 159? So, yeah, Yeah. exactly, just under two hours. So, and, I mean, we have... It kind of does make sense for a whole bunch of reasons. One, I mean, I hasn't really got the reaction fanfare that people were expecting. I think that it might just used to be the fact that it's just going so quick, it's hard to connect with anything in the film itself. Um, But also, I mean, we've heard stories for weeks. Jeff Goldblum, Peter Dinklage, Lena Headey, I mean, they're all meant to be in this movie, and they're then they're not in the movie. So yeah, they were they I, were cut. I, like those are big parts to cut. And I don't. And to me, when I was watching, I was like, I don't understand. Like, why would you bring Jeff Goldblum in? Because I know they're like really good friends. Why would you bring him in? Have him just do a day's work, and then just not have him in it, like for no reason. Yeah, and like even like the bringing in Eitri, Peter Dinklage's character. Like that's a that's a lot of effects and CGI that you have to do for bringing that character. How many times in. did he have to shout, "Where's the handle?" That's look. I don't <laughs> mind that character. You were vehemently against. Where's the handle? It's pretty good. It's pretty good <laughs> imitation. But like, there's a lot of work to go into that. Lena Headey, massive actress, would have loved to see her in the MCU, but now that's just gone. <laughs> Yeah, it just, it kind of didn't make any sense. The longer, the, like, the longer after the movie I went, the more I was like, it's just weird. Like, it's not even bad. It was just like, that's a bit weird that you would bring all those people in and then cut them all. But and you'd keep it, all the goat jokes that you put in there. And then keep all the goat jokes. Unless, for example, you have a whole bunch of scenes with gore. You have a whole bunch of scenes with all of those other actors that are all going to be in this. And then you get the man that has to be under two hours. And so at that point, it's like, right, well, I'm going to cut all the fun cameos that are just with my friends. We just got to get to the main bits. We don't have time to even see Gore butcher anyone. He's just, he's a killer. I suppose so. Like, if it's if it's a case of like, oh, have this fun little cameo that is a gag, like it's, it's just for a, a brief laugh, then get rid of it. Mm. But like, I would have liked to see, I would have liked to see more of Gore in that movie. So if they cut any of the Gore stuff, that's disappointing. Now, are you saying gore is in violence or gore is in the man gore? The man gore. The, the man. And maybe he, like, partakes in some gore-ish violence. I'm not even, I'm not even here for the gore, Connor. I'm here for <laughs> gore as a character. <laughs> oh. See, not, one is two wars. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not gore. Gore. Yeah. So, you're, are you saying gore? I'm saying gore. But this, you're this thinking like the, gore. This is getting a bit like the squealing goats. That, that's just what this podcast is. <laughs> that's been from the start. It's been 300 episodes of squealing goats. <laughs> the, um, my my but, question to you is, um, we the movie we got, I think it runs, it fucking sprints. Mm-hmm. And, but, alternatively, is it worse... If it goes for Taika Waititi, you probably wanted it to run for about three hours, full of gags, for like 2.45, which is yeah. better. If it was this film spread over a longer time, I think it's a worse film. 
I think so too. But if there's additions made to this film that rectify the bits that I'm missing, then it's a better film. I think there's large bits of this film that they could take out and then like replace them with Gore the God Butcher and Valkyrie and Jeff Goldblum if you wanted. That would make it better rather than let's add another 45 minutes. I think so. I think so. Also, give me a Beta Ray Bill, maybe. That's all I ever wanted in you, this movie. You had a massive prediction Beta Ray Bill. I was, was so this. sure. So sure we were seeing Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> if, who, if someone doesn't understand who Beta Ray Bill is, Sean, who is Beta Ray Bill? Imagine exactly the character of Thor, but yeah. he's a man with a horse head. He's just, he's he's just a horse. <laughs> he's, a horse. He's, he's horse Thor. Like, that's his whole thing. He's got me all near. He's a horse Thor. It's a whole Where's thing. Where's the horse? Imagine that. Oh. Imagine that scene. That would be, that's probably what was cut in the end. <laughs> Fear Dinklage. I, I still have a gripe with that performance, right? That guy is so good at acting, but that is such a shit performance. Look, he was movie. on limited time. He had to get a plane the next day. <laughs> He's so good. And I was just watching it going, this is terrible. How did this make it into this movie? Can I just say on this as well? Do you think there'll be a rallying fanboy call for the Watiti cut of this movie? I, th- I think he's already come out and said that he's not going to do it. Good, because don't start, like, don't continue that precedent. No, I think it would make it worse. I genuinely I, yeah, do. I genuinely, I don't want to see that. Like, it's, I, it's, it, it's just going to be, it's just going to bring even the original cut down in my estimation. I think don't muddy the waters, just cut your losses and yeah. just be like, okay, well, Ragnarok was a great success. Yeah. This one, and this one still made success. heaps of money. Heaps of money, and it's a middling success in terms of how people felt about it. So, I yeah. mean, what could you do? People hated, people loved it. And um, most people, I think, were probably somewhere in the. I wanted to like it, but it wasn't really what I expected. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked. I would have. Not even I would have liked more. I would have liked better. <laughs> I think that was the vibe I was getting a lot of people like I don't want to be mean about it but I'm just like it's it's like I expected a really cool present on Christmas morning and I was like oh I got a bag of carrots yeah <laughs> cool. but like if you told me that I would prefer Ant-Man 2 over Thor Love and Thunder yeah like I, 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 I would have called you a liar Connor oh strong words <laughs> strong, strong words strong um, man <laughs> It's always the strongest men that say that. That's <laughs> true. That's a guarantee. We do. We do tend to do that. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And we talked a little bit about a live-action Hercules movie that is we in did. the works recently. Mm-hmm. And um, is there updates or is it cancelled fully? Because please well, let I it don't, be cancelled This has nothing to do with live-action Hercules. Oh. But it does have the words live-action at the oh. start of the announcement. <laughs> Is it, can I ask, is it Disney? I mean, who else? Sorry, First yeah. of all. Okay, what could it be? Animated, it- and it's Disney. And then the recently when we talked about Hercules, we were kind of discussing, well, they're kind of running out of 90s movies. They're going to have to move into the 2000s, aren't they? Yeah. And we agreed, well, yeah, they'll probably have to go into maybe oh, 2000, 2005, somewhere around there. Sean, what is the next live-action Disney movie that we're looking forward to? Dare I ask? It's, it's, it, they wouldn't give me a treasure planet, would they? <laughs> would they? No. no, more mainstream. 
Lilo and Stitch? It is Lilo and Stitch. Oh, it's going to be monstrous. Oh, it's going to be horrendous. (laughs) Lilo and Stitch is getting a live action movie uh, with the director Dean Fleischer Camp who will helm the live action Lilo and Stitch um, okay now, look I feel like in terms of the director itself I don't know if it's going to be on him I just feel like the announcement of a live action Lilo and Stitch in general should be discussed in terms of how great an idea it is Sean and like, I'm assuming you're thinking fantastic I no, hmm, okay. I saw Lilo and Stitch in the cinema when it came yeah. out, and I love that movie. Mm. That's like one of the first films I remember, like crying at, oh. because it's just it's really nice and sweet and heartfelt. And he learns a lesson, and he's a cute little cartoon alien dog fucking yoke. Yeah, and there's like, look, it's it's also a gorgeous animation. Yeah, like it's like yeah. all the backgrounds are watercolor, but they're cell shaded. <laughs> like it's so fucking nice. Oh, oh, maybe it's the heat <laughs> or the two coffees and a monster I've had today. But I'm really wound up about this now. <laughs> oh no! Do you know what the best thing is, right? Is you hate live action, and I hate them as well. But I know that if I just let you go, you'll just make yourself angrier the more <laughs> your brain figures out what it's going to be. <laughs> I will continuously wind myself up and just be an because, echo I mean, chamber of hatred. Like I think Lilo, easy enough to kind of cast. You can cast a child. <laughs> yeah, I think. Now, look, I don't think it's a bold call to say you could cast a child, Sean. Um, even an older sister. I think casting nanny. Choices, Easy. Her name is Nanny. Then you have David. He's the surfer boyfriend. Yeah. Well, okay. love interest. All easy. David Spade will be the surfer boyfriend. Um, but Sean, where the problems may lie, if I was mm. to maybe come up with maybe a certain problem, is you have a blue dog alien looking York that is in, oh, I would say 95% of the scenes of mm. the original. He's in um, the title. In the title. So a title character. Um, tough to have that integrate seamlessly without looking batshit weird and oh fuck we've got a Sonic situation again it's going to fall somewhere between Sonic and Yoda I feel <laughs> I are they going to go try Baby Yoda this I think yeah, maybe like a Baby Yoda Sonic with like a you know that fucking dog CGI they did in Into the Wild with Harrison yeah. Ford, it's going to be like uh, like is there going to be a man like who? Okay, actually, 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 okay, Sonic Rock, Rocket Raccoon is what yes. they're going to end up with. Maybe a pinch of Baby Yoda in there for for earage, but it has to interact with real human characters. And also, notice I'm calling it it, whereas if I was talking about animated Stitch, I would say he, because that has an actual, like, he has an actual personality in that original movie. Mm. And he doesn't look like a freak. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I don't know, what's next? I mean, I think Monsters, Inc. would be a fucking funny one to do. Let's just... See, that's an interesting one, because that's like CGI, like, that is... Yeah, you know, see, I, there's not humans in that other than the child, I suppose. So you have Boo, and other than he, that, you have nobody. Yeah, but like, I feel like those characters would translate to the real world because you would just like add some extra like shadows and light yeah. into them, mm. and then you already have those three D models. So uh, okay, Lilo and Stitch is what like O three, I think. So I mean, 
by this match, Sean, we're working our way up because they've ran out of 90s movies. So this is next. And I think this could be one of the worst. Could I be think- good. But I don't think it will. <laughs> no, I think it's just it's just going to be worse. Like it's just going to be the same what if story we just but did worse. A shot for shot remake of uh-huh. a movie that's good and make it slightly weird looking. Like that's that that's the whiteboard that's in Disney HQ at the minute, <laughs> and they never wipe it off. That's the thing. It's just that for years and years and years. That's all we're going to get. <laughs> Lion King completely. I was just like, lads, this is the same movie. <laughs> like Aladdin, I was like, ah, it's just, it doesn't have any of the magic of being like, oh, someone drew this. <laughs> someone stitched the outfit. Someone did the CGI. No, but, uh, like, yeah, maybe, but like, it's just a very tough CGI job. There's just going to be no soul in this movie. No, like, no, it's going to no. have, it's going to be a, a, an empty shell. Of what Lilo and Stitch really is. Also a very good TV series, by the way, back they, in the day. They got a TV series, didn't they? Like, they did, Saturday yeah, mornings. Yeah. It's like Adventures of Lilo and Stitch and all of the other experiments landed cool. down on the Isles of Hawaii. No, I mean, and Buzz Lightyear had one as well. Buzz, Light- Buzz Lightyear of Starkman. Fucking great series. Can I ask you a question, actually, just I thought of last week was how long before live-action Buzz Lightyear? Oh... See, we've already gotten that new Buzz Lightyear movie. See, that's not live action, though. I, it's I'm not. talking full live action remake. Oh, man. I think I, I'd give it maybe 10 years. 2030 announcement, 2032 release. Yeah, and, and it'll be called, uh, they'll just call it And Beyond. That's all they'll call I was, it. I was thinking Lightyear. Oh, well, the, the new one's called Lightyear, though, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I haven't even... <laughs> we all just called it the Buzz Lightyear film. That's true, yeah, yeah. Aren't those the tyres that Lightning McQueen wears? Oh, it's all seeming... It's all stitched together, Sean. It's would all Lilo get, and stitched. Would we get a live-action Cars movie? <laughs> I think that's Top Gear. I, mm, Owen Wilson doesn't feature as heavily, though. <laughs> that's a series of Top Gear. Owen Wilson just driving around cars saying wow um, Sean I think we do need to move on because Good. I don't want to talk about someone that's going to annoy you I want to talk oh. about something that might I don't know perk you up I'm sorry have day. we met what happened to yeah, Connor just, yeah, look here's the thing I'm, I'm, we're best pals right? I'm yeah, just trying to look out for you it's never stopped you before <laughs> yeah but maybe one of these days it will so I have Ryan Gosling news Sean and that is oh. he's interested in playing a certain role in the MCU as he's kind of recently, tr- he turned down the role of Nova. Um, okay. There was, he w- it was rumours that he was being considered for the role and he shot them down. But then following it up, he expressed in- interest in reprising Nicolas Cage's iconic role, Ghost Rider oh. in the MCU. Oh, I kind of like that. What oh. do you think? Gosling as Johnny Blaze. I think oh, I think he's he'd actually be really like you know his character from Drive. Yeah, I want him to play it exactly like that. <laughs> Not like the the his character from the Nice Guys. That well, that could a, a peppering of the Nice Guys okay. and a little bit of the Notebook, perhaps. Okay, <laughs> uh, a little bit of the Notebook. And just 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 a bit in the rain is all I want, and it's all sizzling off his head. It'll be great. <laughs> Rachel McAdams burning to death (laughs) (laughs) no because she's in the MCU as well of course the whole big reunion Uh, no I like I like that idea I like the I think he could do 
because I like an older-ish Johnny Blaze as well, and he's what, like forty something now. Mm. I, I, I would assume, yeah, he's like forty. Um, they, but they apparently they re- he was on a recent podcast with Josh Horowitz, and they chatted about the Nova rumors, which he said aren't true. But then he also reached out to me to say that there is one superhero that he wants to play, and that is Ghost Rider. So, I mean, Gosling kind of has that sway if he says, I'd like to play that character. I feel like the MCU might be dumb if they don't say, well, we might bring him in for maybe an audition. Yeah. Do you think he'd be up for, though, the the commitment of, like... Look, if you do this, you're in these movies for 10 or 15 years. Because Ghost Rider is, like, a main character... He is, but he's also all CGI for most of it. That is also true. And there have been several Ghost Riders as well, so he could hang up the handlebars. I mean, you'd only be needed needed to make the deal with the devil. Yeah, well, Mephisto. Well, is it Mephisto? Well, okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) Because Mephisto's in one division (laughs) coming out last year, wasn't he? If they don't put Mephisto in one division season two, it's going to be hilarious. Uh, (laughs) But I, look, first of all, I think Ryan Gosling just likes motorbikes. I think, I think so too. Yeah, I think that's mainly the, yeah. the reason why he wants to do it. But yeah, he he would he would be mostly CGI for the most part. I also think he'd play very well with, like, say they did a Midnight Suns and they had like Blade, Marshall Ali, you had Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch, and you had get Moon Knight in there, yeah. and maybe the Black Swordsman. You get Kit Harrington involved. So you got Kit, you got Gosling, you got Oscar Isaac, yeah. Herschel Ali, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, who's the last one? Uh, I think that's everyone, was it? Is that, is that the five? I, I said five. I said five. Okay, that's five. that's the five. It's a pretty strong team. Pretty strong team, I mm. would say. Um, Just in terms of star power. Like, people are going to tune in to see them team up. I think so. And then, like, maybe get, like, an Elizabeth Olsen in as well. Uh, just to fuck all of them up just to destroy everyone and make <laughs> just them absolutely murder them all <laughs> but I just I like I think he would work well in a group and also I think he like he's he's clearly he's well able to carry a solo movie yeah uh, I, so I, I, but what about Nicolas Cage though do we bring him back or is it just we're just forgetting that I wouldn't mind if he showed up as like an older ghost rider at some point you know what like if he's in, the devil oh he would play a good devil I think that's perfect I mean he should be the one to sell his soul yeah, that would actually... Or he plays... Um, the dad. He, play, he plays the dad. The, yeah, the who pla- dies. The dad who dies. Who, who The deal is made to save his dad from cancer. And then Mephisto, the devil, is just like, oh, fine, no bother at all. Then his yeah. dad attempts an 18 school bus <laughs> jump and fucking it's dies. Like, lean back into the door like, dad, big thumbs up, you're going to live. And his dad's like, see you later, son. I have to go and do 19 flips. Time for a celebratory <laughs> ramp, son. <laughs> Over that flaming pool of crocodiles. And so that's how he dies. But he technically didn't die from cancer. So it's see, technically Mephisto's, fine. This is, Mephisto's a sneaky fucker. So it's an old monkey's paw situation. Yeah, you yeah. Know. What are they? Do you think they'll do the thing of um, that? It's technically fine that he has sex with his stepsister or Look, sister or what? what story? That's that's a complex. That's there's, a there's a reference there's not- to a, a hero zero shot. If you could explain that very quickly to the people here. So Johnny Blaze was adopted by I think it's Crash Simpson is his dad's name. Great name. Uh, and Crash had a daughter. And so Johnny was raised beside the daughter, basically from childhood. Like they're basically brother and sister. Very early uh, on, up until about the age of nineteen or twenty, yeah. they get into a 
a romantic and sexual relationship. <laughs> During the Hero Zero, Sean could not stress enough how it was technically fine, but morally Oh, iffy. <laughs> more, a bit more than questionable, I would say. But technically fine. Like, I, I like how in my head Johnny Blaze says that to everyone. He's like, it, this is my girlfriend's half-sister. It's technically fine. Um, do you know who he is? He's that dude in Transformers who has the card saying you can have sex with Mark Wahlberg's daughter. Legally. Legally, legally. in this state, I'm allowed to have sex with my stepsister. <laughs> so, that's all I'm saying, guys. <laughs> They're like, hi, welcome to the Avengers. <laughs> Just like about to shake his hand and just like put their hands back in their pockets. No, not for you. <laughs> I don't really want to touch him. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And it's actually a piece of news that made me laugh. Um, there's Did a news child this week. fall down the stairs? Yeah, well, look, that would also do it. But this week, it's Kevin Feige. Marvel boss Kevin Feige has been... He's come out and apparently the rumours are that he has warned Sony about its Spider-Man spin-off franchises. Warned right. them as in he's like, warned them in terms of not to get ahead of themselves. <laughs> look, quite frankly, the mouse is going to buy you very shortly. <laughs> so uh, the idea is obviously Spider Man is owned by Sony, but they lend him to Marvel, and Marvel in turn then give Kevin Feige say on whatever happens in terms of Spider Man. Yeah, um, with that's the, the rough outlines of a multi-billion-dollar deal that these studios yeah. have worked out. Um, and so, what happens is Kevin Feige comes across, and he's like, "We should do this, this, and this." I think with the character. Yeah. The problem is, it's Kevin Feige who's like, he's like the all-star. He's like the all-star player. And he's coming to the worst team in the league. <laughs> and, and, and they're like, we've got more pace. <laughs> and we're doing... Have, did you know that wrestler? We're going to do... We're do doing El Muerto. We're doing yeah. an, environment, uh, an environmentalist Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh. And do you think Kevin Feige's in on those meetings, just like looking into the distance like, lads, I, lads. No, I think like the Queen, he gets a big red box presented to him at the start of every work week. And he just thumbs through the pages and just like, so he gives a thumbs up or thumbs down, but no one at Sony actually listens to him because they can't read. <laughs> Once Morbius got re-released, I think he just threw his hands up. He was like, ah, oh, look, these lads. These Fuck. Don't know. What are you doing, boys? <laughs> like, he must be looking to his right and he's like, the mar- MCU is starting to waver, like phase four isn't going great. And then he's like, looks to his left and he's like, lads, I have my own shit now, right? It was good when I was coasting there for a few years. I could help. Yeah. But now I have to actually help over here. <laughs> the, uh, like, yeah, like, and I think, I do think that there's a, a sense that Sony is actively damaging the Marvel brand at this point. I think, I, um, I know because I think Spider-Man is still okay. I think the warning from Kevin Feige came from the fact that they keep trying to get ahead of themselves in building some larger universe in the vein of the Avengers movies without doing any of the work. Without Yeah, without doing good movies before And without Spider-Man. It's a very odd choice that they've, re- that they've made there. We're going to uh, build a Spider-Verse, right? But we're not going to have Spider-Man in it. But we're just going to build it until someone fucking tunes in, right? We're just going to keep making these... Until somebody thinks this might be a good idea. Let's just do it and see. It'll be fine. If we don't we've make it. We've got Venom. Films, we've got... We did, we did two Venom movies. They were both <laughs> grand. They were both came out. Didn't they get released? And sure, we released Morbius twice. So that's basically two films. And Tom Hardy's got an Oscar. Jared has an Oscar. We're Oscar winners over here. 
it's it's a very strange release schedule. Like we've gone into it enough times on the show. Mm. I like I'm I, I I'm genuinely curious as to what the next stage of that deal is because um Sony clearly don't want to sell any of the characters. And I assume they just get offered handfuls of money every day. Yeah, and actually they have Madame Webb coming out now as well, which is like casting everyone in Hollywood at the minute. Yeah, but um, that's 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 another weird choice to do. Like I don't know. I think the Craven one is the one I'm most angry about because it's it's a terrible idea and I yeah, don't well, know who greenlit they, it. They picked a different character, Sean. If they wanted Craven, they should have just picked the Craven character, but they told they took the Craven name and they were like, well, we'll just do the opposite of what he does. Do you know how you said you would have preferred if the Joker movie was called The Clown? Yes. They should have just called it The Hunter. Yes. Like, Great stuff. Just make it like that and ju- just make a movie at that point. <laughs> just make a cool movie about a hunter. Because it, it has nothing to do with the character that people already like and yeah. would buy in for. So um, just call it the hunter. And, oh, I hate it. I hate so much. <laughs> We're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news, and it involves Ant-Man, Quantumania. Oh! oh. <clears throat> so what's happened recently is because we're all kind, kind of currently waiting until all the big um, panels over the next month or so. Um, yeah, I think Comic-Con I think, is this week, isn't it? I think, yeah, it's the next month and a half you're going to have two or three. And Oof. it's at D23 at the... I think it's September 5th. I think Marvel have announced several rumors. Or it's not several rumors, several announcements. And so based on those announcements, people have kind of put the pieces together. So this week, I have a quite a few of them that I wanted to throw at you. See okay. what you felt about. And the first of them is that Ant-Man Mania teases a new Marvel supergroup. So the rumours are that at the end of Ant-Man Quantumania, they say that there's going to be a new event, or not Avengers, new Marvel supergroup formed at the end of it. Uh, The report also mentioned that it's not the Young Avengers, who many believe will appear in the film, due to Cassie Lang's involvement with the group, of course. Um, So if it's not the Young Avengers, the internet has gone wild, Sean, with theories, rumours. Which group could it be? Because if it's one of them, there's like five or six that it could possibly be. See, it could be West Coast Avengers because mm. Scott Lang, like Ant-Man is based in San Francisco. So you do have that going for you. Could be the Thunderbolts we see the first appearance of? Could be the Thunderbolts. Uh, uh, I've had, um, they have Fantastic Four. Yeah, it could be I Fantastic mean, Four with all the quantum stuff going on. Could be Fantastic Could it be the Ultimates? are already primed to appear that bad tree. Um, so they could also uh, pop up in the movie. Mm-hmm. The Ultimates features America Chavez, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Blue Marvel, and Monica Rambeau Spectrum. So... Yeah, you, you have a lot of those characters kind of ready to go. Could also be them. It could also be the Champions. Um, Not familiar so, with the Champions. Yeah, so it could also be the Champions. So they're basically people are just like... They have Ironheart, they have Miss Marvel, they have Nova. They just they're they're trying to pick out what characters do we have or do we know are coming that could yeah. pop up in Quantum Mania. Could be and the clandestine from Miss Marvel. I mean, I hope not. I really <laughs> hope if anyone's seen Miss Marvel, uh, the villains, the clandestines, they're the worst ones. Yeah, actually, if you're listening to this, uh, Miss Marvel went up today. Uh, so give that. Give oh, that the review. 
on yeah on the Patreon we did a review of the finale of Miss Marvel so head over to Patreon to check we, that out we were very positive other than the villains being awful other than the villains are the shittest ones we've ever seen anywhere did, did you know apparently Miss Marvel's the highest rated Marvel thing of all time is it yeah, I think it's like 97% on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. It's, like, it's like, really good. It's really... Let's not spoil the review here. Uh, <laughs> there are some episodes, a bit shaky, but it's pretty good overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, In terms of this team, like, do you think there's space for another team in the MCU at this point? I I don't know. I don't... I, I think Midnight Suns you can get away with because they're kind of like a separate thing. Yeah. But I think once you start doing East Coast Avengers or the Champions or just like another group of heroes that also involve heroes we already know are in the MCU, I think people are just going to be like, why are they just not in the Avengers? Like, why are they in this separate team that doesn't make any sense? Yeah. Now, on the on the flip side, like say you did West Coast, like it would be nice to see more large scale battles that aren't fought around New York. It would, but also you could just put the Avengers on the West Coast if you wanted to do it. Because, like, imagine the promotion of, like, this isn't the Avengers, this is the West Coast Avengers. We're slightly different. Yeah. Mm, that Yeah, it's tough to market that. And, that, like, you, people will be looking for their favourite Avengers characters and then they wouldn't show you, up. You liked when all the characters were from all around the country. Well, we've half that roster and we've taken only half of them. What we've done is we've split them right down the middle. But all, <laughs> all of the, the ones, ones you, you don't love are over there. They're still back over back in New York, sir. <laughs> but now we have Hawkeye. Yeah, like you do Hawkeye or Kate Bishop, like you could do... Like you do any number of things. Edmund and the Wasp seems like... Quite a big movie for Phase 4, given that I still don't know what Phase 4 is fucking about. Yeah, uh, nobody does. And yeah. I, I'm i going to put my money on the fact that it's a Fantastic Four, I think. It would make sense with the Kang involvement and everything like that. I, I don't think they have the balls to introduce another like full team other than Young Avengers, because they do have young people there, but if they're like, it's not Young Avengers, then I'm like, it's got to be Fantastic Four. Because I think they're the only two that I could see it possibly being... Yeah, what if it's the Inhumans again? I'm. I'm <laughs> what if it's the X Men? That you know what? That is actually not a bad theory as well. Like you have the X Men as well, so you have Fantastic Four or the X Men. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that could be just us dream dreaming. They're like, wouldn't that be cool? Probably yeah. be a lot, a lot less cool than we actually think it'll be. But yeah, it'll it'll be neat. It'll be interesting to say the least. Would you like X-Men to pop it up or Fantastic Four? I think I would. I think I'd like either of them. Um, I think we're probably going to get some kind of announcement, certainly about Fantastic Four at one of these conventions. I don't know how much of an update we're going to get on X-Men, um, but maybe, maybe they're like, because they, they, they announced they were working on the X-Men at the last big Comic-Con in like Hall H that they did. Okay. So maybe they'll have a little update. Uh, we might get a... I Actually, we might get a... Like a Professor X casting or something like that. Oh, I actually read uh, something this week. It was like, oh. I mean, lo- loads of people are throwing ideas out. And like, of who it could be. Um, and the Professor X one was that they could cast... Yeah, the guy from... Um, well, the Mandalorian, but also the bad guy in The Boys. What the guy? Oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yes, yeah, Gus as, Fring from Breaking Bad. That would as be great. Professor X. I would love that. That man yeah. has, that man can carry 
like a con like he oh, can he, lead he's a conversation. Chewing scenery. He's chewing yeah. scenery all day. Your eyes are always on him. That's yeah. a really interesting cast. I like that a lot. Um I have my, my one theory, by the way, sorry, just about in ahead. terms of the team. Fantastic four, you have something goes on, they're working for Shield. This is why we never see them. Then for some somehow they get shrunk into the quantum realm. Ant Man has to go find them, that's why the world doesn't know about them. And he has to get them out. And that's how they get their powers instead of cosmic rays. That would be quite cool, actually. And then maybe they they um, they knew, like, Michael Douglas and stuff back in the day or something mm. like that. Uh, the actor, I would, Michael Douglas. Do you know that they were familiar with the work of the actor, Michael Douglas? <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> they don't like oh. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Although, no, Reed Richards is like, my guy. <laughs> oh, Reed Richards and Hank Pym, best friends. Uh, <laughs> I like think- a cool handshake. <laughs> I think you're probably right just given like the subject matter and everything like that. I think it's probably Fantastic Four that we would get. Okay. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is a strange one, Sean. Oh, this, this is, a Doctor this is quite strange, strange. Uh Not Doctor Strange. Because Daniel Kaluuya, um, one of the best actors working these days, Sean, he's, he's currently appearing in Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. It's coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's been chatting away to The Hollywood Reporter. And... A few, I don't know if you remember this, but like a year and a half ago, it came out that he was doing a dark Barney the Dinosaur movie. Oh, I do remember something about this. Well, we have an update in that it is still happening. They have the script nearly finalised. We are getting a dark Barney the Dinosaur film. Kind of like a Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, terrifying mascot kind of... Film. Yeah, and I mean, I can only assume the the trailer will be the I Love You song, but slowed down. But slowed down, of Slowed course. down, and it's going to be black and white, and it's going to be him just doing fucked up shit. Like, don't they have the Winnie the Pooh movie coming out? That's like, they had the shots that came out a few weeks ago, and it's just like Winnie the Pooh with like an axe, because he's a yeah. murderer now. It's, just, it's like, I don't, yeah, which seems, I'm like, I'm sure Daniel Kalu would do a great job with this, but like, it just seems like, what if we took friendly thing and made it scary thing? Like that, that seems to be like, if they do, I don't, also, I love Winnie Pooh. If they had tried to do like an evil Paddington, I think I would write it. You, you'll kick off. Like you're the biggest fan account for Paddington 2 that I've ever seen. Like I, I, I'll be honest, Connor, I have tweet notifications turned on for Paddington, the bear and no one else. That is not even a lie. That's a legitimate. I am the first one to see any. What about for this tweets. podcast? Are we on Twitter? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Paddington 2 is <laughs> God, you know All Paddington the Paddington's are Paddington 3's coming out uh, It's going to be a perfect trilogy Yeah it's been It's been worked on uh, A lot of fear in, in the Paddington community Because what if What if it's bad And it yeah, ruins two perfectly good Paddington films Because I think Is the current score Out of two movies 199 Something Yeah Yeah For a while it was 100% On Rotten Tomatoes but Yeah you had 200 there For a little bit Until one Sick Disgusting bastard one. put it down for one sour rating. Well, look, he's dead now, so that's remedy. <laughs> I can only assume the Paddington 2 community killed him. Oh, we set upon him. We spread him on sandwiches <laughs> like marmalade. It's a little Paddington he reference for all. drowned in marmalade. It was a very slow drowning, but Jesus, it happened. And sticky. So sticky. Oh, sticky. Then, then the ants came. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Sean, uh, Kaluuya has come out, and this is his pitch for the movie. He was like, um, I, I remember hearing the I love you, you love me, won't you say you love me too song. That's one of the first songs I remember. And what happens when that isn't true? I thought that would be really heartbreaking. And so 
I just want to explore what that would all be about. So is it, is, is, it, is it that Barney is lying about loving the kids? Maybe Barney's a sicko. Maybe, maybe, maybe they do like a Barney Krusty the Clown kind of thing, that he's really miserable backstage. Uh, like he, he, the show ends, he just takes a long, slow drag at a cigarette. Well, this is it, because Barney is a man in a dinosaur costume, is the thing. <laughs> Sorry, what? Barney's a real dinosaur. Thank you. Okay, uh, go on. <laughs> but, so it might be difficult for him to light up a smoke. Uh, but Imagine they went the other way and like he's just a literal dinosaur and people are freaked the fuck out just as a talking dinosaur. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Or maybe he's like, he, he's just gone insane and he just keeps like bringing all these kids to an abandoned warehouse thinking he's in some like fantasy world. But he's just like really strung out. And he's it's just like, like 30 years after the show's cancelled. Like yeah. he's just, he's well past it, but he's still and bringing he's, kids there. He's like sewing the suit back together and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Then It'll the after credits happened. The after credits happened and Mr. Blobby shows up. Oh, fuck. You don't want that Mr. Blobby. Do that's people in America or Australia know or anywhere in the world? Curry to know who Mr. Blobby is. I don't think you can even explain him though, because he's just this weird enigma of a mascot that was on Noel Edmonds' house party. It was, it was party. the nineties, right? We all had a different type. Okay? Yeah, I had a Mr. Blobby stuffed animal when I was a no, kid. No, you did. I did. I swear to God. I swear to God, man. Me and Why? my brother had one each. Why? It was. I don't know. I didn't particularly he, like Mr. Blobby. He, he's had like two years where he made fucking millions and then he just disappeared. He was just like, ah, I'm done. He went back to Blobbyland or wherever just, the fuck I he's mean, from. I, <laughs> of course. There's a, sorry, I got a weird flashback. So there's a there's a house, right? Uh, oh, and I think okay. there, it, there's so, it's like Mr. Blobby's abandoned house. I think it was a set or something like that. <laughs> and it's it's horrifying. Uh, you, this is shit content for the listeners oh but I yeah. can only assume but I mean I think this could be the next horror movie if you can pitch this to me imagine I'm in this imagine I'm in an office I'm I'm the producer and okay, you've okay, come okay. to me with this great idea so uh, look so yeah it was a place called Blobbyland in Crinkly Bottom and that's where Mr. Blobby Sorry, lived called? Crinkly Bottom it was, also, it was a house party Connor it was yeah. all fun and jokes and so Mr. Blobby lived here and this is a set but it's just been left in the woods to decay so it's been like vandalized and all that shit. Uh, I'm looking at it here. One of the best things is that there's graffiti on the wall and it just says, Noel Edmonds, stop pretending deal or no deal is more than it is. <laughs> <laughs> there's a sign what that says... What a weird insult. <laughs> it's very odd. There's another one, same same uh, calligraphy of spray paint yeah. uh, that says, Mr. Blobby touched me. <laughs> <laughs> Not as subtle. Not as subtle in the second one. No, it's not as cutting of a remark. There's a yeah. Mrs. Blobby there. Funny uh, enough, I think the first one cuts more than the accusing them of touching you because... No, yeah, because... It's vague. But it's I, I know Edmonds, I know, would be hurt <laughs> by the first one. To see, stop pretending it's more than it is. Because <laughs> you know what they, what they mean by that. Oh, we it's all shit. know. We all know what they mean. Um, Sean, we're going to have to move on from... But do you, Would you watch a horror movie with Barry the Dinosaur? I probably would with a group of people. I would not watch it on my own because I would it's be too scared, Connor. It's Daniel Kaluuya. He's really good. So he is. I, why is he getting involved in this? Maybe, I don't know. How, who do you have to pay to use Barney's rights, though? That's that Mattel I, or Hasbro or someone like that? Oh, I see. Yeah, it's probably one of them. Um, right. Who was the Power Rangers? Saban? I think Saban was the Saban, Power Rangers. Yeah. 
that they made bank the other, like, in the, like the 2017 movie they were like we're not giving it up until you pay us like 50 trillion dollars they just had to keep adding zeros onto the check <laughs> did fucking right because um, they were pumping out those shows for like no funding at all they were just oh, like oh it cost a few them clips nothing this, to make it a few clips from this do one day shooting we call it a day <laughs> yeah Oh, here's all this footage we got for cheap from Japan. Let's just splice <laughs> that in with some fucking Americans. And the, the, the lads before they morph into the Power Rangers, like one of the actresses, she's five foot two. Then she yeah. morphs, she's like six foot four. <laughs> fucking hell. Who can say how morphing really works, Connor? Some of them turn into lions. Yellow Rangers been benching. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> um, been benching knees. <laughs> Um, so Sean we're going to finish off this week with two pretty big rumours two, oh. two ones that are coming out to us because I don't know they really caught my eye and they're both about Fantastic Four and I okay. thought it was important we covered some Fantastic Four news um, and be, especially because I feel like in like three weeks two weeks we're probably going to get quite a lot yeah, yeah, I think we are. Yeah, this is also just as as an aside. Uh, I originally did a Hero or Zero report on the Fantastic Four, and I did them all on just all together, uh, yeah. like a, as a, as the four characters. Uh, I wish I had done them all as separate characters mm. uh, because uh, I just feel now it would be really handy to be able to refer to individual aspects of each character. So well, I might go back and do that at some point. Well, I, what I'll tell you now, and I've talked to the listeners, we've had a, we've had a discussion. Okay, you, with it behind my back. If you ever do that, you will be kicked off the show. If you oh, ever I'm definitely do doing it, so. Oh, okay, right. Well, or if you a ever release that, from my contract. You will have to do Hero Zeros every week. <laughs> every week? <laughs> every week forever. No! Um, no, no, I, look, I think that might be a good idea. Leading up to the movie, maybe just do yeah. like, what, cover all four of them. Yeah, just a separate little little, little bits. We hear how yeah. much of a bastard Reed Richards is. We did the same with the Eternals. That's true. That is yeah. true. We did little separate Eternals. Um, <laughs> little separate Eternals. Um, so, Sean, the two big news, or two big uh, rumours, hearsay, people mm-hmm. talking in Hollywood, is that, first of all, Fantastic Four movie may recast Reed Richards. <laughs> So, going away, spoilers, I guess, for Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, going away from the John Krasinski, very popular fan cast that they we did. Ta- I think we talked about it a little while ago, and I was like, they're thinking about it, but why would they do that? Because Krasinski's so good. But I think they've been leading up to this, because Kevin Feige, I think, even came out and was like, well, you know, that's like an alternate... That's like an alternate world, like... Yeah, I'm still not unconvinced that it's a double bluff, but I think... It, 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 maybe it's just like, okay, we got the fan cast thing out of the way. So they've seen him as Mr. Fantastic, but now here's an actor who we can have for, uh, you know, 10 or 15 years. So the actor that is being chosen, or not chosen, but uh, as the possibility Rumors. of, is Penn Badgley. Um, from oh, you. From, her, from you. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, I don't hate that. I mean, I think I mean, his character and you would perfectly sum up Reed Richards, to be honest. He's a bit of a prick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, so he's kind of, as you can imagine, a bit of a younger casting. I don't know what the age difference, probably, probably isn't actually that much in between them. Um, but I could get to the point that Krasinski's portrayal or his casting was literally just a bit of fan service in a movie that they knew he was going to, spoilers, uh, die in about 35 seconds. Played off Fun Factory. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, and I, I guess, and maybe that's, maybe he didn't want to sign up for 
you know, whatever they had in store. Penn Badgley, by the way, is 35. And if we get up Krasinski... Like 42? Krasinski is 42. There we go. So not, like, not a huge amount of difference, to be fair. Um, But I think in terms of character, like... It'll be nice to see, because I, I imagine they're going to lean into the fact that he's a dickhead. Whereas Krasinski seemed kind of nice as Mr. Fantastic. Like I, was, I think Payne Magic can play dickhead a bit better, because Krasinski, yeah. we like him too much. That's the thing. And Krasinski, like, what, like even, I, like, the, the most villainous Krasinski has ever been has been Jim in the office, where he's just <laughs> a bully. And even but, that wasn't even picked up on until, like, years afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, I, I think... Having a character or having an actor who we're very comfortable with disliking, but also can't stop watching, that's mm. quite good for a Mister Fantastic. I think there's also um, they're also talking about even say uh, Sue Storm being played by Melissa Benoit. I think Benoit. Sue, what's she? Uh, Supergirl? Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, Supergirl. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she's very good as Supergirl. I think it's actually Mel- Melissa Benoist. It's Benoist. Pronounced. Okay, but everyone tries to make it too fancy. I think she's gone on interview saying Maybe that. Maybe I'm trying to. I mean, we're trying to fancy it up here. Uh, trying but to bring up, bring up the class of the podcast. I'm, I'm, you know, bit. you know how I am, Sean. But uh, like, I think she's really great in that role. I think she'd be actually quite good as Sue Storm. Um, no, I think she'd nail it. Honestly, yeah, um, I, I think she'd be excellent in that role because her. Her positivity would perfectly encapsulate uh, or be maybe contrasted with, you know, the evilness, the bastardry of Reed Richards. Yeah, but also like she, she, she Supergirl, quite a strong character as well, yes. which is something that, that Sue Storm has in spades. Yeah. Like she is one of the most determined characters in Marvel Comics. Like it's very hard to shake her. So I think she'd play that very, very well. Yeah, I, uh, and I think that she definitely fits in more with Penn Badgley's cast. Yeah, um, I think so. And I think they're both kind of, they're, um, they're not unknown, but they're not on the same level as John Krasinski for a casting. So I don't think it would draw attention away from whoever's playing Human Torch and the thing as well. Do you well. think it will overshadow it though that people w- will still want Krasinski if they're recast? I don't. I. I. I it, there will be a crowd, and there will be a very, um, a loud crowd, who just want Krasinski to do this. But like, I don't care. I like. I think Krasin. I think it's fun. I like that the fan casting happened. I think it was a fun fan casting. But all of the Krasinski stuff came from the fact that one comic book artist happened to draw Mister Fantastic as John Krasinski in one yeah. run of comics. Throughout the rest of comic history, he has looked nothing like John Krasinski <laughs> at all. I, I think, yeah, I think people like Krasinski in the role, but ironically, him being cast actually changes the movie because as you said, if you cast him as Reed Richards, I think it's a different plot. I don't think Reed Richards can do some bastardry, whereas he has to really be the cause for most of the... Cl- like the problems that the group face. Yeah, there's a YouTuber I really like called Nando V Movies, and he he did like a fan casting for the Fantastic Four himself, and he talked about the John Krasinski thing, and he was like, he's he, he has a very there, there, John Krasinski plays essentially the same character in like Quiet Place and Jack Ryan or Jack Reacher, nice or whichever one he is, nice, nice man, hero, good all American. Yeah. Salt of the earth dude. 
he's not going to play, you know, megalomaniacal tyrant <laughs> Reed Richards. Reed Richards will kill 500 children to save the world. <laughs> He'd kill 500 of his own children to <laughs> save the world. It's like, if I could save 10,000 people, I would kill all of my own children over and over again. Yeah. Like, and that's why I want to do the report. Just mm. all the horrible things that man has done. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I like, I would, I, I think in fact, I would like, I would prefer Penn Badgley to John okay. Kavinsky. Um, and so uh, our last bit of news in terms of the Fantastic Four, and I really wanted to get your opinion on this, was that Marvel actually pitched the Fantastic Four directing duties to Steven Spielberg. Um, oh. So they were kind of thinking of who to direct. So I think John Watts was down to direct, and then he pulled out uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. And now we're only learning that they may have offered it also to Steven Spielberg once Watts left. That's that's fine, I get. I like. I don't think... I don't think it being a Steven Spielberg film would change at all too much. I think they're, like... It, it might change the visuals a bit and how it looks, but I think, mm. like, overall, it's still going to be a Fantastic Four story in the MCU. Like, I also, I don't really like Steven Spielberg that much. I Like, what's the last good thing he did? Tintin. <laughs> I forgot about Tintin. <laughs> I actually don't know. What was the last, like, he's been, he's been down to the um, executive produce a lot of stuff. I don't think. Yeah. When was the last time he, like, fully directed with all out? Was it Ready Player One? I think it, it might have been. Oh, um, sorry. West Side Story. Yes, yeah. Which no, came he, out the same week as Spider-Man and got bombed. Yeah, it, it bombed, but that was just because, I mean, Spider-Man took over. Um, and I think it got nominated for, like, several Oscars, so it did quite well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then, like, before that, there was, like, the BFG, Lincoln, uh, War Horse. War Horse is quite good. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Connor. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. War of the Worlds. Oh. The, the Terminal. Now we're getting into good stuff. The like, Terminal, if, that's pretty good. Yeah, Catch Me If You Can, AI, Saving oh, Private Ryan. He was on a streak of killing it. He did, Do you know like, what took him out? Tintin. 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 You can chart the downfall and it's... <laughs> it, it's uh, Tintin. Uh, well, actually, it's it's he, he does Indiana Jones in 2008. Okay. Uh, Tintin in 2011. Oh, no. Uh, Lincoln yeah. in 2012 that's pretty good I suppose yeah. uh, then there's the BFG the post Ready Player One <laughs> West oh. Side Story oh, oh Lord Stephen um, I, I, look I assume they probably didn't get past would you like to direct it and Steven Spielberg because he's Steven Spielberg gets first say on mostly every movie and it's just like nah I'm good and they're like okay cool we'll go on to somebody else who's probably yeah. younger um, give it to Edgar Wright would you like to see an Edgar Wright fantastic? No, see, he'd be too positive. Actually, that's a good, good question. What way would you like this movie to go? Do you want it to go dark 2015, fan four sick, or are we going 2005, bright and colourful? I want, um, okay, so I want the science of Ant-Man. I want the... Uh, the, the the goodness of the first Iron Man movie. 
Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, look, any origin movie, yeah, I'd like the goodness of the and, first Iron Man movie. <laughs> and the world building of, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> the first one, maybe. Ah, so what you're looking for is the best of the first I, I want the best Marvel movie. Yeah, well, that's, that's look, uh, what I'm thinking of is I'd like the Batman, but with Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would that work in the existing MCU, though, that level of No, not at all, but I'd like to see it happen. I'd like to see... I want Jamie Bell cast as a thing, and I want them to redo it again. Okay, Uh, hear me out here. The CGI of Multiverse of Madness. Okay, I'm out. You've got the character development of the Eternals. Uh, We're on a roll here. And (laughs) you've got the science of... The Incredible Hulk, 2000, And the villains? The clandestines. <laughs> oh, clandestine are the main villain in the Fantastic Four movie. Everyone's like, thought. yes! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> how are we going to get around? Screaming goats. That's how we're getting yeah, around. probably screaming goats. Probably screaming goats. <laughs> Look, I, I think at the minute these are all just rumours and hearsay and all that shit. Um, it's one of those weeks where because the big announcements are coming out like next week and the week after, they're like... I've always sometimes feel like they leak it, like or they like sprinkle it, just to be like, "Oh, there's something happening." It's a uh, it's a hype building tool. Yeah, to is it, there's something happening in here. Just just gotta wait a little, little like, bit. Because I have heard like there's a load of rumors going. Like apparently we're getting a Black Panther trailer rumored, which if if that is released at the presentation, that'll probably come out the Tuesday after we doing research for this show. I had uh, the leaked, well, I say in oh. quotation marks, leaked plot of uh, Black Panther two. Um, I was like will I do that on the show but then I was like no maybe people don't want to do that there's, there's also allegedly some like Doom stuff that's like been leaked as well like yeah. it's really hard to there's also like I, I, I'm i fully sure there's like a secret group on the internet who listens for the time when all the leaks start coming out and then just fucking feeding lies into that yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so so I, I, that's why I mean in terms of Krasinski, we that's kind of like based off something that we talked about a few, few weeks ago. So I was like, oh, maybe it is. I don't yeah. know. Um, but September 9th is when they're going to the Anaheim Convention Center at the D23 Expo. Um, and that is apparently when they'll make all the final decisions on casting for Fantastic Four and a whole bunch of other news in regards to that movie and lots of other stuff in terms of Marvel. Um, okay. So, so. I, th- I think they're still waiting. It's mad though that they're like, still haven't cast it because it's coming out like what 2024 yeah yeah i think like it's it's soon like we're halfway <laughs> through this year like so they it's gonna start to, production quite they're gonna, they're gonna have to spend all next year filming pretty much yeah yeah and like there's still all those other projects that have to come yeah. out um but i think that's it for this week's movie monday sean what a week connor would you like me to take us out yeah please <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another delightful episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon who supports us. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. Shoutouts, of course, go to Waffles, the Marvelous God of Thunder and Syrup, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roaching the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean Chuckling the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Lil Dicky, Come Stay Where the Dogmen Play, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, Frost and Buster. Thank you all so, so much for the continued support. You're amazing people, you're amazing humans, um, and do enjoy, if you're interested in it, the Ms. Marvel 
finale review that we put up on Patreon today. Um, mm. That's available for you to listen to. Other ways to support the show, we do have the merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so, so I would cut it all I've been Sean Liam. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.